Welcome back for another episode of Counting the Stars. I'm Mary Gillum, and I'm here for morning coffee with my husband, Malone Gillum, where we ponder and discuss the big questions of life. Who are we? Why are we the way we are? What is truth and what is fiction? And just as endless as the stars in the sky are, our exploration never runs out of new questions and discoveries. So grab a cup of coffee for yourself if you like, and join us as we dive into what's unfolding this week. Let's focus in on seeing a little more of life and truth and do some growing up together as family. Here we go. Good morning and happy Monday. Good morning. I was up counting the stars <laughs> last night. The moon was bright. How many stars did you manage to count? They were all in my mind, but <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I did not sleep well either. So that's two of us. Maybe there's good reason. Um, so my kind of, I have a little gardening revelation to share with you because I am a novice gardener and totally learning as I go. So we had, um, a lot of help from our children, um, and from our oldest daughter's boyfriend, who's been sheltering in place with us, they put in this wonderful, and it was mainly Grace and Sage, um, but they put in this wonderful raised bed gardening by the square foot model for us. And it was small, so there were um, three feet by six feet. So there are 18 little square feet to put your, you know, to manage your garden and plan it out. And so I ordered my seeds and crossed my fingers and put them in the soil. And to be honest, it was hard at first just to wait, to be patient and wait while the, knowing that those seeds were in the ground, but not knowing if they were going to make it especially being my first try and not having any experience at all other than what I read about. So now, you know, a couple months later, this garden is thriving and the lettuces are up and the tomato plants are beautiful. And it's so fun because literally every day, you can see the growth that's happened. And now you can go and pick lettuces for a salad and you're watching these green tomatoes just daily become larger and larger. And so it's so rewarding now that you're seeing the fruit of it all before your eyes. So what it makes me think of is our spirituality and how we go through seasons where the seeds are in the ground and we are we're wanting growth. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> it's just not coming as fast as we'd like. And we're in that waiting phase. And especially, um, when we are, when we're hoping for growth in a particular area that's new for us. 
and that we haven't explored a lot yet. It, it's hard to wait for the greens to come out of the ground. I think now that I've had this experience of growing this little square foot garden, next year when I plant my seeds, I'm going to have a little more faith that it's going to work and I'm going to have a little more rest in the process of waiting. And so that's the way that I see our faith as we go through life. When we, when we cooperate and get to know God and watch some of the things develop that he helps us grow, we develop faith in the gardener himself. <laughs> mm. Yeah, gosh. It makes me realize how often I go through the cycle. Unfortunately, there are times when I forget how faithful God has been and that there was growth. And as you just said, next year you'll have more faith because you've seen it. Well, I've seen God be faithful a number of times, but man, so often I go in like it's the first time I'm planting the garden again, wondering uh, if anything good's going to come out of this. Because I think I end at the end of the day, I put it all back on myself, and I don't trust the gardener. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard way to to go when it's all on us, and we all do that. It's not just you, obviously. Um, but gosh, what a relief when when we can go hand in hand and really realize he does the hard part. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about what you said, which is so super, you know, relating it to my own journey right now, uh, how depressive it has been the last, well, gosh, months, right? Mm -hmm. Just through the virus, um, with so many questions and wondering what can grow in the midst of this uh, as far as any kind of healthy life. And then with the, the unrest in the country, um, I'll admit, you know, the, the promise of the gardener to say that the, you know, the gates of hell won't stand against me and that he has the victory. I've not remembered any of that. It's just that that I've been looking at what looks to me like a desolate garden and uh, wondering, as God says to Ezekiel, can these bones live? (laughs) And I think I'm sitting there going, I don't know about that uh, because I haven't had much faith. Mm. Well, it's... It's during these times, these challenging times in the world where it's so important to be reminded and to encourage one another and to come back to those things that are the non-negotiables that we need to rehearse over and over again and stay grounded. And, and sometimes it requires walking away 
from the loud voices at the moment so, mm-hmm. that, so that we can hear those truths. Yeah, uh, as addictive as they may be, that's absolutely right. Uh, to get those things out of your head. Uh, it's been helpful for me. I've done that this week, as a matter of fact, and really limited the kind of things I'm hearing and spending my time thinking about, at least trying to. But it, it also makes me think of uh, that scripture that says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And through these uh, times of despair, which I've experienced, it really does steal a quality of life. Of um, And it is joy, but I'm going to throw in there that it's there are things connected to that, which is, you know, just looking at each day as an incredible gift and uh the adventure that unfolds in front of you and appreciating beauty, which is all around us, it steals all of that, or at least it does for me. And all I can see is the the multiple shades of black and gray. And that, that's metaphorically. Um, or deep shades of blue that are kind of morose. And... S- it makes it difficult just living with myself, much less anyone else that has to live with me. And so when you get that perspective again, that the gardener is in charge and that he is going to make sure that his garden grows, well, then that can reinstill the joy because you know it's not up to you. And then you can begin to face, or I can begin to face each day with more um, the awakening of, goodness rather than the opposite yeah that's that's really good and what a refreshing perspective to let god do what he does best and to take a little rest and and to gain that perspective of all right, so god's at work and he knows what he's doing and i'm going to look around and see what I see that's that's beautiful and and that takes doing it on purpose. Well and and then in the midst of that we're participating in his kingdom and we're actually helping him grow the garden at that point. Yeah. Um because as you said earlier about the patience whenever I said, you know, that the gardener's going to make sure his garden grows. Often I can, or many of us can think, well, that means I'm going to see that in my lifetime. Well, that's an assumption. (laughs) God's infinitely patient. Um, You know, he'll, it'll, it takes however long it takes, but he'll love wins. I was sitting out on the porch just a few minutes ago. And so we have the two porch cats that are, they live on the porch for various reasons. <laughs> but I spend my, my first cup of coffee is with those two cats out on the porch. And one of them 
is named Alex and he is the, he's the more playful of the two and the more energetic of the two. So he can get this wild hair in his, you know, attitude and he will take off from one side of the porch, run to the other side and literally leap and climb his way up the screen to the very tip top of the porch. And it's a high ceiling. So he does this this morning and he climbs furiously up to the top and then he freezes like, oh no, what do I do now? (laughs) And looks around and looks down and it takes him a while to figure out how to slowly backtrack and get him, get himself safely to the ground again. And so that's, I think, another tendency for all of us during this time of uncertainty and unfamiliar and everything's changing very quickly, we'll find a direction and we'll race and we'll hurry up the side of the screen porch and then freeze like, what, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so again, it's another example of how great it is to just slow down um, enter into some of these these great contemplative practices that are available to us all and may be foreign but there but there are ways to to embrace them for everyone that are practical and doable and realistic and help us just to not run up the side of the screen porch <laughs> And to sit down and take a breather and encourage each other and say, all right, the seeds are in the ground. Let's hold on. Yeah, I like that. Um, It made me think as you were talking about that, how that analogy also works, I think, with all the information coming at us. We get all of this information overload and it makes our mind run up the screen porch to the top and then we look around almost paralyzed because they're we're overwhelmed thinking what do i do now yeah and so that disconnecting a bit the contemplative stepping back and just kind of dealing with the things that are in front of us uh, that we actually have some uh, not necessarily control over, but that we can participate in in immediacy. Those are the important things rather than wasting our energy on um, all of these things that are definitely out of our control uh, on in the big picture and um, becoming paralyzed and uh, freezing in place. Yep. It's easy to go helter-skelter in 20 different directions at once. And I'm definitely, like, that's, I love to do and I love to 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 see progress and to, to be part of it. But gosh, we can sure wear ourselves out and get into a world of confusion and disarray when we do that. And then what a joy we are to live with. <laughs> <laughs> And so when you have a house full of people and it's it's some varying degree happening to every one of us. Yeah. Um yeah, you can walk through the house and 
And it's like everybody has this dazed look like a zombie on their face because they're dealing with so much internally. Um, and often we don't know how to find the outlets to get rid of some of that stuff. But um, if your household out there is anything like ours, you've been living under incredible stress for months now, and it's not over. So finding those ways to um, return to the land of the living rather than the living dead <laughs> is, um, well, it's, a, it's the call of Jesus, right? When he calls his disciples to say, follow me. Uh, it's not that we're lost forever if we don't do it, but that we're called to a better way of living. Um but boy, not always easy. Makes me think of, you know, the people in our lives that we can recall that, that when I say, you know, a person of peace or a person of calm or someone of gentleness that kind of nature that just flows out of them. And hopefully everyone can have an image come to their mind when I say that. You know, those people aren't that way all by themselves. There's some practice that they know. There's some way that they were taught, that they were discipled, that a well of life that they live from that makes them that way. And whether they know God or not, he's at the he's at the source of that. Absolutely. And often those people may not even see themselves that way. Mm-hmm. Because you're absolutely one of those people. Oh, gosh. Well, you are. Um, and I don't just say that, but everybody around here that you talk to would say, you know, Boy, your wife has got just such a graceful and peaceful demeanor about her. So I'm grateful to you for being a person of peace in my life. But uh, you're absolutely right. It's it's life giving to be around those folks. Yeah. Well, I had the benefit of lots of examples of that. And that's, you know, that's the encouragement that I, that I speak over all of us. That don't, don't underestimate what you have to give. Yeah. Because there, there is stuff there. God's at work. And has been all along the way. Thanks for sharing your time with us today. We hope you feel encouraged and included in all of these discussions. Above all, we really want you to know that you matter. And we're all really just one big family. So until next week, keep noticing your stars, enjoy your freedom to explore life, and just take it one step at a time. Peace.